Well, praise the Lord and God bless you today and welcome to the Tabernacle Deliverance Sunday evening service. I'm Pastor Wells and I'm excited about what God is doing for us, with us, through us, and in the midst of us each and every day. I always say it because that's true. God has been wonderful and, and gracious to us. Many of us, we, we receive God's blessings on our lives each day. Sometimes we don't deserve it, but we receive it. So I'm excited about what God is doing today in the midst of us, for us, through us, regardless of what's going on. Anyway, I just want to let you know that God is good. He cares about us. He loves us, and he's concerned about us. Today, I want to talk to you about an interesting topic, and that topic is Father. Today, I want to talk to you about Father because um, Father is important. And we, we, we have earthly fathers, but I want to talk about Father God today. Many people don't talk about him because they don't know him. They just say God, but they don't know him as Father. I want to talk to him as Father. Bow your head. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you asking you to forgive yourself, sin, clear the heart, mind, and soul. Touch every liberal soul, soul under the sound of my voice today. Break every yoke in their lives and meet the needs in their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Get your Bibles. And let's talk about Father. Let's talk about what well, Father has to say to us. And it's interesting because um, in the midst of all the stuff, God cares. Get your Bible and let's go to 1 John chapter 2 and verse 15. Okay, listen to this. <clears throat> First John chapter 2, verse 15 said, Love not the world, neither the things of the world that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. I'll read it again. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Now that's something to think about. That the love of the Father is not in a person. Now, everybody run around saying God this and God that and God the other. But the scripture makes it plain if any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. The love of the Father is not in him, regardless of what he's saying or what he's doing. You can call God all you want. But if you love this world and the things that are in this world more than God, the love of the Father isn't in you because that's not your concern. Your concern is the world, not God. So the scripture tells us that we should love the Lord thy God with all our heart, all our mind, all our soul. Therefore, God comes first. But what I realize today, many people love the world more. In fact, they'll kill over world, the world's gain. They'll kill over uh, having the best of everything. They'll cause you to get fired so they can have the best of everything because that's how people operate. They'll do their best to see that you get removed from your job so they can have your position because they want to have the best of everything. That's it. That's how we are. That's how humans are. Humans have this uh, uh, perception of deception. Oh, yes, we do. We have the perception of deception because we like to deceive people to get what we want because we love the things on this world. How can I get a better car? How can I get a better home? How, how, how can I get something better? But the Bible tells us that God said, if you love the world more than me, the love of the Father is not in you. Amen. That's what the scripture has declared. That's what the scripture actually has declared that if we love God more, then we're going to receive greater things from God. Amen. But when you love God less, you're going to receive more damnation because you're focusing on everything in this world. That's something to think about. When you really look at the end of the day, what people love is, you'll be shocked about how people are. Let's move on. Let's go to Psalm 68. Psalm 68. 
Psalm 68 and verse 5. Look at that verse. Look at that verse. Psalm 68 and 5 says, A father of the fatherless and a judge to the widows is God in it, is God in a holy habitation. Let me read it more, one more time. A father of the fatherless and a judge of the widows is God in his hab holy habitation. Did you hear that? Amen. You know what? It thought right across my mind about fathers. Some fathers could be in their home with their children and still don't care for them. Did you hear me? Fathers could be right in the home and the fathers still don't care for the children. The fathers are not concerned about the children. The fathers are too busy, still trying to act like he's a teenager. That's what happened. A father sometimes is not focused on the things that are best for their children. They're more focused on the things that are best for themselves. That's a fact. Fathers. Fathers are more focused on things that's for themselves so they can't focus on their children, their wife. That's it. And some people love their they like they what some people love their daughters more than their sons. Some people love their sons more than their daughters. All kind of crazy stuff. But they, they yet they're their children. But here's this thing in the scripture. This is what it says. God is a father of the fatherless. And I can identify that because when I was going back in Tabernacle, there were many people that hold on. To God in the church as a father. Because some of them didn't have fathers. Some of them had fathers, but the father wasn't there. Some people never knew their father. You hear me? Some people got never got to meet their father. Some people never even seen. No, who found out what their father's name was. The mother never told them. The mother never told them. The parents never told the children the name of the father, so they don't know who their daddy is. But God said he would be a father to the fatherless and those that don't have fathers. Amen. God said, I'll step in and be a father to those that don't have no father. That don't have no God. And there's so many people that's just like that today. The only father they know is God. I'm not kidding you. The only father they know is God. And they go to him for everything. And those are some of the most precious people before God because they look to God for everything. I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. They look to God for everything. They're not like these people that's laxy-daisy about everything. They're not going to pray about everything. They're going to just do everything. They don't acknowledge God. The Bible said, all thy ways acknowledge him and he would direct your path. But we got to learn how to realize who our father is. In fact, there's a description in the Bible about you calling the earthly men your father. He said, you only got one father, which is in heaven. Oh, that's when you say. You got one father, which is in heaven. This is the word. That was the word from the Lord. He says, you go around calling people your father. But your, your heavenly father, the one you should be calling father. So the verse here says, a father of the fathers and a judge of the widow God is God in his holy habitation. Check this out. It's a holy, holy habitation where he lives. It's holy. So we got to be holy. We got to be clean before God. And he's a judge of the widows. And the Bible talks about us not to forget the widows. The Bible talks to us, to us about not forgetting the widows. Not forgetting the widows. Don't forget the widows. Help them out when you can. God is a father. That's just that's that's just just unique. That God is a father to the fatherless. He ain't got no father. People bullying the kid, and they don't know that he's asked this kid actually hold laid hold on God as his father. Now they got a problem because daddy's gonna get involved, and then people got a problem. I'm not kidding you. God will get involved, and those bullies are gonna be bullied. <laughs> You messing with God's, yo, I'm telling you. You messing with God's apple eye. You messing with his people. You meddling with him. You're asking for trouble when you're meddling with God. 
And what happens is God to get involved. And the results won't be in those bullies' favor at all. Because when God gets involved, this is why you got to take God as your father. Not no theory, it's a fact. When you take God as your father, you expect him to provide for you and guide for you and direct you and lead you every day. You can go to talk to the Lord. When you take God as your father and you walk before him, you can talk to him just like a son or daughter talk to their father. And he'll talk back to you. He'll direct your steps. He'll give you the guidance and the direction that you need, beloved. We need to get God as our father. We do. Let's move on. This is something uh, uh, that we fail to do. We do everything else but that. Okay, let's go to uh, Matthew chapter 18. Matthew chapter 18 and verse uh, 14. Look at that verse. Listen to this. Even so, it is not the will of the Father, listen to this, which is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. I'll read it again. Even so, it is not the will of the Father, which is in heaven, that one of these little ones should perish. It's not God's will that any should perish, but that all should come unto repentance. Do you see that? It's not God's will that nobody should perish. Not none of the little kids to a sexual abuse and a, 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 a physical abuse and a, a people being abused. It's not God in any way. It's not his will, beloved. It's not God the Father. It's not Father's will that any man should perish in his sins. It's not God's will that these children should be beaten to death. Oh, y'all ain't listening to me today. I said it's not the Father's will. Uh, because a man rather follow the devil. Man rather follow the devil than God. Man would rather follow the devil than God. And what happens is they do these type of things. They kill the little children, kill one another. But that's not God's plan. The Lord said, I come that you might have life and that, that you might have it more abundantly. Amen. I'm going to say it again. The Lord said, I come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. He didn't say perishing. He didn't say dying before your time. He said, I come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. And that you would be in a position with God to receive what God has for you. Did you hear me? That you will receive all the kingdom blessings. The Bible said, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither have it entered in the hearts of men the things that God has prepared for them that love him. Did you hear that? God said that he has things he prepared for people that love him and obey him. That's really important. And we understand that God has things for them that love him. That he already prepared for that. That's what I like about God. He already prepared things for us, even though we're not worthy of some of the things that he prepared for us. But he prepared. I was talking to my sister. And she was testifying how God has blessed her with a home that she wasn't expecting to get. In fact, she was asking God to bless her. But she wasn't moving fast enough when God had something for her. So he had it, he caused a way to happen to make her move from where she was in order for her to inherit the new blessing. God will cause things that happen to get you behind up and out so you can receive the blessings he had for you. Did you hear me? God will cause things that happen to get you up when you don't want to get up. God will cause things that happen for you to get up and get moving. That's how God operates. He'll cause things to happen to get you to get up and get moving. 
That's how God works. He'll cause things in order to transpire to make you move out of your seat. Move out of that house that's falling apart. Move, give up that car that ain't no good. So he could give you something good. Because he gives his children good gifts. That's something. God gives his good gifts. That's why he said, eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. Neither has it entered the hearts of men the things that God has prepared for them that love him. Because God is like that. He likes to give his children good gifts, not bad gifts. He gives his children good gifts. So let's look at that verse again. Even so, it is not the will of the Father which is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. Notice he said the will of the Father. It's not God's will that any should perish, but that all should come unto repentance. All, everybody. Amen. Not some of us. That we shall all come unto repentance. Everybody comes unto repentance. Everybody comes unto repentance. Because he don't want nobody to die in their sins. He don't want nobody to die in their sins. He don't want nobody to be lost. He doesn't want anybody to be lost. He don't want nobody to be lost. He wants everybody to obtain eternal life. Amen. But the funny thing about this is, beloved, is that we have to keep working towards God. We got to keep walking and working and walking and walking and walking and walking towards God. And we got to keep doing God's way. We got to keep doing what God wants. We got to keep obeying God. Amen. We got to stay faithful to God. We got to allow God to use us. We got to allow God to bless us. We got to allow God to work with us. We got to allow God to be in our midst each day that we walk, each day that we talk. You can't play with God. Understand the will of God. The will of God is that you be saved. The will of God is that your needs be met. The will of God is that you be in obedience to him. That's the will of God. Amen. It's not what God's will that nobody should perish. But that all should come unto repentance and repent of their sin. And they come out and they walk with God in righteousness each day. So the scripture tells us not even that one of these little ones should perish. But you people will say, well, why don't God allow all these bad things to happen? You know, who said God allowed anything? Man, let me tell you something, beloved. We human beings are free mortal agents. We are subject to do whatever we want. Did you hear what I just said? We are subject to do whatever we want, righteousness or wickedness. We're free mortal agents. We're not like the dogs you can control, put a strap around their neck, and you can control them. We're free mortal agents. We can do whatever we want. We don't have to serve God. He's not going to twist your arm to serve him. He's not going to beat you upside your head to serve him. It's free will. You get to know him personally. As a father, the people talk about God. They only talk about God as God, but they never go beyond the rudiments of Christ and never get to know Almighty God as Father. That's what's that's 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 one of the biggest problems we have. People never get to know God as Father. They only know Him as God. And then they'll be swearing to God. And you're not supposed to swear by God's throne. They don't even know that. They took the time to read this Bible. They'll find out you don't swear by God's throne. We didn't create nothing. Don't be swearing by his throat. Let's move on. Let's go to John chapter 8 and verse 41 and 44. Verse 41 and 44. Let's read Verse 41 says, listen to this. This is, this is this, everybody running around saying that they're a child of God. Well, I'm going to read the scripture to you. Okay. It said, verse 41, it said, ye do the deeds of your father. Then they said to him, we be not born of fornication. We have one father, even God. They were lying. So let's read verse 44. Listen to verse 44. Ye are of your father, the devil. And the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning 
and abide not in the truth because there is no truth in him. And when he has speak, when he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. Let me read that again. Ye of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and about not the truth, because there is no truth in him. And when he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. And that's what we got going on. People calling God. They just call God, but their father is the devil. They live just like the devil. They lie just like the devil. They curse as well just like the devil. Because that's their father. People get mad when I say it, but it's true. You do the things of your father. I do the things of my father. Don't you know, aren't you? Most males, I don't know about girls, but most males want to be something like they, they like their father. They want to be like him. If my father was a lumberjack, I want to be a lumberjack. God damn, bush your head. I to be a lumberjack like daddy. My daddy was a racing car driver. You go out there trying to race a car, smash up the car. Your father going to kick you behind. I wanted to. I wanted to do some. I wanted to do something like my father, but I, uh, some things I wasn't gonna do at all. Just like about. Um, I wanted to learn. My father had two Harley Davidson motorcycles, beautiful black ones, and I wanted to learn how to ride. But after I heard he threw my uncle off the bike, I never. I changed my mind quite quickly. <laughs> I changed my mind about learning how to ride a bike like my father. I was scared to death. I said, "Nah, I may do something wrong." And Daddy was really, really something else. My father threatened to kill me and my brother if we got into another fight. And we knew daddy was playing. Well, he daddy wasn't playing. He was going to kill our behinds. He meant it. I'm not joking you. My father said things he meant. But if he said he was going to kill you behind, he, he, he wasn't a, 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 um, a regular type father. He was. <laughs> ah, that was my, my father. My father was not your average father. Trust me, he was not. But if he said he was going to kill you behind, he was going to kill you behind. And me and my brother were going to get to a fight. I forgot what we was going to go. Oh, we were fighting over the car, I think. Because he had a Lincoln Town car back then. Ooh, beautiful one. And uh, we, my, uh, my clothes were dirty. And I got in the car. So my brother, my other brother, he uh, 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 he saw, he got into it with me. We Oh, it was a big argument. My father came out there and said, I'm going to kill both of y'all. Y'all keep it up. And we, we, we got real quiet right after that. <laughs> we got quiet. We would be we were on our best behavior after that. I wasn't taking no chances. I know my father's reputation. And um my father never beat me. He was threatening to kill me this time. So I, I wasn't playing with him. But children like to do things after their father. If the father dressed good, they want to dress good like daddy. They wear all that fancy cologne and everything. They want to be just like daddy. It's just like a girl with her mother, she wanna be like her mama. She got a good mama. She don't got a good mama where she don't want to be like that. But that's how it is. You do the things of your father, which is the devil. That's why you lie on people. That's why you steal. That's why you commit adultery. That's why you commit fornication. And let me tell you fornicators out there. Fornication is sex before marriage. You will get turned into the lake of fire with the devil and his angels according to the scripture in Revelation 21 and 8. Do not let nobody fool you. Oh, but love me, you better wake up. I know they talk about adultery, but they don't, they don't, they don't tell it. These preachers don't be telling the truth. They're not telling you that you fornicated is gonna go straight to the lake of fire. And it wasn't made for you. It wasn't made for the devil and his angels. Read Revelation 21 and 8. King James Virgin is going to tell you that all fornicated idolates. They, oh, my God. You better read them scriptures. You better read those scriptures. Fornicated do the things of their father, the devil. Now, you ever notice how somebody, a young girl, get pregnant? She said, I don't know how it happened. You ain't no business fornicating. <laughs> the baby didn't drop out of heaven. Huh? Let's read the scripture one more time. But ye are of the devil, H, John 8 and 44. Ye are of the devil, 
year of your father the devil and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and died not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and a father of it. Now go, go, God, almighty God, your father. Check yourself. Check yourself. See if you're in the faith. Check yourself. Isn't that wrong with a little white lie? Well, you want me to read the scripture again? Who the father of the lies are? That's what the scripture said. There's no such thing as a white lie, green lie, black lie, orange lie. Come on, come on, come on. Stop. Stop. Beloved, you got to follow what the word of God say. The devil is the father of lies. Stop lying. Get delivered. Ask God to save you, sanctify you, baptize you, and fill you with the Holy Ghost. Get real with God. People run around talking about God this and God that. And be lying through their teeth. Lusting after women and lusting after money and lusting after cars. They can't get enough of nothing. Because that's lust, not need. When you have your needs met, you ain't fighting to get everything. That's that's the one that's one thing about having your needs met. When your needs are met financially, you're not knocking everybody else to get stuff. You're not. Amen. You're not knocking nobody else to get nothing. You're not knocking nobody out to get nothing. What you're doing is you're going to go do what you got to do. And that's just, that's just the truth. That's just the truth, beloved. You got to understand God does not change. He is still a father to the fathers, and the devil still is the father of lies. He's a king of fornication and adultery. Mm. He specialized in it. He's been doing it for centuries. So with spirits jumping, you got you fornicating. And committing adultery, lying, cheating, and stealing. Malice, bitterness. Oh, that's him. If you were there about the fruit of the spirit, they love, peace, joy. Think all things that are good. But that's the opposite of the devil. He's opposite. He's a father that gives you garbage. He's a father that gives you trash. Trash. You got to remember something about the enemy. The enemy was kicked out of heaven because of pride, not beauty. A lot of things people don't understand that uh, 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 when Lucifer was in heaven, he was music. He was beauty. But we, we, we don't take time to search the scriptures. We go to church, clap our hands, hallelujah, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Or we go there to impress people. The devil guiding us in there to impress, impress people. Impress people for what? You're coming to the house of the God to worship God, not man. Have to be out of line. That's one of the things about father. Know who your father is. Know who your father is. You know, one of the things that come to my mind was the movie that had uh, the passion of Christ. Even though Mel Gibson is an atheist. <laughs> it's amazing how God used people. He's an atheist. He don't believe in God. Even though it don't make a difference. But God used him to make that movie. Many people got saved through that movie. Too bad he ain't saved, but it will be going on his front. Isn't that something? Many people were criminals from the passion of Christ. Many criminals turned themselves in over that movie. There's one story of one man that murdered his wife years ago. And the police could never figure out who murdered her. They they um, um interrogated him and everything. They, nobody could. They couldn't get nothing. That man went to the movies and seen The Passion of Christ. That man went to the priest and confessed how he killed his wife and got rid of her. Is that something? Nobody could never get him to tell. But the conviction of Jesus Christ got on him through that movie. Isn't that something? Now, Mel Gibson convinced he's not a Christian. He don't believe in God. But this man was used of God to make a movie to touch millions of lives. I'm not kidding you. And he's making a second. I think I don't know if the second one is finished yet. But he's making a second one. But the thing is that. Gibson calling comes without repentance. That's what I kind of tell preachers all the time. They run around preaching. Yeah, God said this. They won't live right. 
gifts and calling comes without repentance. You got to get to that Bible and you got to really read it and you got to really trust God. So this brings us back to Father. Who is your Father? Who? Is God your Father? Is the devil your Father? Who's your Father? Who do you lead each day? Who do you lead to each day? Who do you call upon each day? Truthfully. Are you the type of person to say, I could do this on my own? You're following the devil. <laughs> I don't need nobody. I can do it on my You're not following God. It's really interesting when you read the scripture because the scripture tells us that ye are of your father the devil and the lust of your father will ye do. For he is a man, he was a murderer from the beginning and abound not in the truth because the truth was not in him. When he speaketh a lie, check this out. He speaketh of his own self. He speaketh of his own, for he's a liar and the father of. Let's move on. Let's go to Matthew 6.18. Matthew 6.18. The word of God is never, ever going to change. I don't care what you do. I could die next week, next year. The word of God is still going to be the same. I could die 50 years from now. The word of God is going to be the same 50 years after it. Matthew 18 and, excuse me, Matthew 6 and 18, I'm sorry. Matthew 6 and 18, look at that verse. Look at what it says there. Look at the verse. This is about us folks. This is about church folks. Okay, let's read it. That thou appearest not unto man to fast, but unto thy father which is in secret, and thy father which is in secret shall reward ye openly. Let me read it again. And that thou, that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy father which is in secret, and thy father which is in secret shall reward you openly. Those of you that fast, some of you probably never fast in your life, don't even know what it is. Let me turn your plate down and don't eat for a certain amount of time, about 24 hours, 36 hours, uh, 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 well, however you're going to do it. Uh, 12 to 5, three, but we When you fast, don't do it so people could see. Just go about your daily business. They don't know. You don't need to know how to tell them. In the old days, they would put sackcloth and ashes on and wear black and all that when they fast so people would know they were fasting. God said, don't do that. Just go about your daily business and you're fast. And, and do your fasting and praying in secret, and your father, which is in secret, will reward you openly. Oh, let's take it. Let's go a little further. When you give money, tithes and offering. Oh, I'm back on tithes and offering again. I did a, a Bible study on tithes and offering. When you give offerings and tithes in the church, diminish. Don't let nobody know what you're doing. Put the money in the envelope, drop it in the basket, keep your mouth shut and go about your business. Only people that should see how much you gave is those that count the money. That's it. Those in the office that put the money in the office and open the envelopes and count them. Nobody else should know you're raising your hand with a $50 bill. You ain't got no reward. Do what you do in secret and let God who is in secret reward you openly. That's how your life is supposed to be. That's how your life is supposed to simplify. We do what we do to God in secret and let God reward us openly. Be like, wow, God bless that man. Wow, God really touched them. Wow, God did it. Because God wants men to see your good works and glorify him. That's what God wants. God wants men to see the good works that you do. And glorify him. However, Nobody need to know how much money you get. People are bragging. I gave the church a thousand dollars. The Lord's gonna bless me with a hundred thousand, fifty thousand. 
Now the pastor probably be laughing in the background saying, <laughs> I got the thousand dollars from the <laughs> He's laughing in the background because he know there's no guarantee you're gonna get that. There's no guarantee. This not the lotto. This isn't the lotto, beloved. This isn't stock. Yeah. It's security where you buy a stock for a hundred dollars and it shoots up to maybe five hundred. This isn't not stock. <laughs> you suckers out there. Stop letting these people sucker you. Yeah. I know I'm harsh and I'm right for this type. But the truth is, you cannot live a life like that and expect God to prosper you. Not gonna prosper you that way. You just giving that man money, and that preacher know that he can't guarantee you're gonna get nothing back. It's the truth. I can't guarantee nobody gonna get nothing back. They gift at all. It give gift to the ministry. Yes, I need help to stay on the broadcast, a TV broadcast, and a podcast. But the whole truth is, you could give me a thousand dollars. I can't guarantee you're gonna get ten thousand dollars back. I can't get. I can't guarantee that. That's not what the scripture said. The scripture said you get back some uh, 100, some 60, some 30. He's going to give you back different ways. So I, I can't guarantee. I guarantee God going to bless you overly with that. He's going to give you more than you gave. Not always. It's not always work like that. He's going to give you back in health. He may give you back in uh, 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 bill pay. In many ways, God can bless you back. He's not always going to give you a hundredfold money back. That's not true. I have to tell the truth. I know it makes some people upset with me and they don't want to give because I can't guarantee. I ain't guaranteeing you nothing. I ain't guaranteeing you nothing because I ain't God. That's the one that can guarantee you're going to give. But he ain't guaranteeing everything. He said, he said right in his word. He never said that everybody was getting, you know what? Father said in his word, some 100, some 60, some 9. So he's going to give them all back different ways. Now, get, check this out. Somebody may get back 100% in health, not money. Amen. The Bible said you can't outgive God. The, the Bible also said no good thing with he with hold, with hold from them that walk uprightly before them, before him. But check this out. I, I, I want to bring something out here. If we're in a church, now listen to this. Are we in a church building and there's about 200 people in the church. Everybody in the church, the pastor said, get $25. Everybody struggled up, scraped up $25 and put it in an offering plate. And the preacher says, God's going to give you all back a hundredfold. He's a liar. He's a liar. He's lying to those people. He's deceiving them because God cannot give all 200 people back. 100% because that's not what his words say. No. That's not what his words say. He said some. I got I to gotta do a service. I'm going to do a service on uh, tithing and, and uh, offering more in a more dedicated way. I could Because a lot of people are deceived with this thing. That everybody's getting a hundredfold back. You got 200 people in the building and everybody gives that $25. And everybody's expecting a hundredfold back. That's not what the scripture say. That's deception. That's deception. That's not what the scripture say. Because then that would make the word of God a lie. And God is no there is no lying God. There is no lying God. There is no lying God. So let's look at this verse again. Uh, that thou appear. Not unto men to fast, but unto thy father, which is in secret, and thy father, which is in secret, shall reward you openly. That's the thing God wants to do. He wants to reward us openly so people can see what he does, not what you've done. God wants to reward us openly so people can see what he's done in our lives, not, we, well, not what we've done. Now the scripture, thank you, Lord. The Lord just brought a scripture to my uh, conscience and saying, why call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things I say do? That's what's jacking up. But yet you, y'all folks out there looking for a hundredfold back all the time. Every time, every time, every time, a hundredfold. I want a hundred, I, I gave a hundred dollars back. I want it back a hundred times. 
Amen. That's not the scripture. And then you got the nerve to be mad with father because you didn't get a hundredfold back. Go read your Bible. <clears throat> Go read your Bible. Blow the dust off your Bible and start reading it. I recommend the King James Version. <clears throat> it's the closest we have to the real thing, to the uh, uh, original right uh, manuscript. All these other watered down, um, uh, most of them are so watered down, you can't even understand. They don't even, they don't took away everything. Some of them took away scripture. I don't want to get that. But when we do things in secret before God, he will reward us. Oh, that's also when you sin too. He'll bring pull, he'll pull your cover and everybody know all your business. Let's move on. Let's go to First John chapter 2. First John chapter 2 and verse 23. First John chapter 2, verse 23 says, This is the disciple of it. Whosoever deny that if the Son, the same haveth not the Father, but he that acknowledgeth the Son haveth the Father also. I read it again. Whosoever that if the Son the same having not the father, but that acknowledge he that, but he that acknowledges the son having the father. Those of you folks that you are church of God only, you don't acknowledge God, and you don't acknowledge the Son of God. You Jews that did don't accept Jesus Christ. The son of the living God as his son. You don't have God. You don't accept the Messiah because he didn't come running on some horse and killing everybody, wiping everybody out. Many people don't accept Jesus Christ. But they run around and say, oh, God, this, oh, God, this. You could call God's name in vain all you want, even though he said you're not supposed to do that. I'm going to tell you right now, you'll never see glory. You can't have God without the Son, and you can't have the Son without God. Amen. Hello? You cannot have the living God, my Father, without his Son, Jesus. <laughs> and you can't have Jesus without God, the Father. I'm not making this up. I'm not dreaming this up. I'm telling you facts. You cannot have God without Jesus Christ, and you cannot have Jesus Christ without God. They got some churches, uh, uh, they call Jesus only. Then you got some the church of God. They they don't they don't accept uh, 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 Jesus being the son of God. You got all kind of crazy stuff. Then you got these uh, Jesus freaks and all this foolishness. You cannot have the Father without the Son, and you cannot have the Son without the Father. Isn't that something? Because they're the Father and Son. They want. People get confused about when people say God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, they're one. People get confused. I don't know why, but they do. Well, okay. Let's take it. Let, let me get. Let's let give a good example. I have I have some a uh, a uh, 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 friend family spiritual family. One family has a whole bunch of kids, and they're very close. The father is one with his son. He's one with his son. You can tell by the things they do. They they're just like their father and a lot of. Because why? They're one. They're individuals, but they're one in unity. They're one in unity. It's the same thing with corporations. I used to work for a bank called Chemical Bank many years ago. They merged so many banks, I don't know what bank it is. I worked in the international office. Then they had the regular corporate office. 
now into international office to deal with all the branches all over the world. All those branches all over the world was individual, but they were one. People say, well, how were they one? They were all chemical bank offices. All one bank offices, but all had different staff that speak different languages all over the world. Isn't that something? They had branches and locations all over the world. I mean, all over. But it was one company, one chairman of the board. They had many vice presidents of this and vice presidents of that and chief executive officers of that, uh, but one chairman of the board, one company, thousands of locations, individuals with all their own staff. Everybody working those branches was in English. They had some in Hong Kong, some in China, some in Romania. They had offices everywhere. That's right. And what I learned through that was people right around say they don't see how God and Jesus and the Holy Ghost can be one. Well, you live this life. You work for a company that got hundreds of branches. You got credit cards. For stores, supermarkets, you buy cars. They got locations all over, but one company, and they all one thousands of branches, but one company. There you go. Your excuse to say I don't understand why how could God and Jesus Christ all be the same one? Because they're three individuals: God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. I don't care what nobody said. They can say whatever they want. And I've heard preachers say they're not one. I've heard preachers say it. There's another there's a well-known preacher that say that they ain't all three, it's ain't three, it's just one. He's ignorant, he's proud, means he get his head right. God don't change. He said, I am the Lord thy God that changed. If not, I ain't like man. I don't change like the weather. Okay, let's go to glory to God. Okay, so that scripture says. Whoso ever done any of the Son, the same haveth not the Father, but he that acknowledges the Son also haveth the Father. Get in tune. As they say, get in line. Get in line with God. Get in line with Almighty God, our Father. Don't we live right? Okay, let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Second Corinthians chapter six and verse eighteen. Listen to this, beloved. Second uh, Corinthians chapter six, verse eighteen says, "And I will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters," saith the Lord Almighty. I read it again. And ye shall be my sons, and excuse me, and I will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and my daughters, saith the Lord. This is what the Lord wants. He wants to be a father. Now we're talking about Lord, the Lord Almighty, not Jesus Christ. We're talking about the Lord Almighty. Almighty God. But he said. He wants to be a father to us. I'm excited. He wants to be a father to me. I could, <coughs> I could call on him whenever I want. I, I'm not talking about my wife, my mother, my brother, my sister. I'm talking about I could call on God whenever I feel like. God ain't going to die on me. He said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. I'll be with the end of your age. That's why Jesus Christ came and said that because his father told him to say that. Jesus said, I only say and do what I've seen and heard my father do. Isn't that something? So you got to rightly divide the word of truth. You got to know what the word say. Oh my gosh, just so excited. But this is important, beloved. And I and will be a father unto you and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Amen. We got to know our place. 
And now that father is interested in us. We got to know that Father God is interested in us. He wants to be our father. He wants us to be ours. He wants us to be his sons and daughters. Are y'all listening to me? He wants us to be his sons and daughters. That's why he said, why call me Lola and do not the thing that I say do? Call the Lord, Father. Almighty God, Father. And that, that, that comes with something. You you call them Father, that comes with some yum, yum, yum. You know? Superpowers, you know? You can call on him to help you in the midst of the storm, everything going wrong. I call on God. I was sitting in my car not too long ago calling Father. I, I, I mean, I can't be like everybody. I'm not pretending. I'm not pretending. I need God every day. Every moment. <clears throat> I need him. We sing the song, oh, I need you, oh, I need you. They just singing the song, but they really do need you. Let's move on. Let's go to John 10, 29 real quick. <clears throat> I just wanted to give that scripture to you so you can see that God wants to be your father. John 10, 29 says, <clears throat> listen to this. This is the Lord's Jesus speaking. John 10, 29 said, my father which gave them me is greater than all. No man is able to pluck them out of my out of my father's hand. Notice the father. I'll read it again. <clears throat> John 6, 10, 29 says, my father which gave them me is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. He's talking about us. So people say, why do people backslide then? They backslide because they choose to. You can jump out of your head. Okay, I'll let whoa, 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 whoa. Let me slow down here. So let me let me break this down real quick. I have a niece that's here right now. <clears throat> She's bubbly. Wobbly on wobbly. That kid is so busy. She'll jump right out of my hand. I had her on my lap. She gone. She gone. <laughs> and she'll jump back into my lap. Then I have another niece. She's right here. But that one, you all oh, forget it. She climbs all over your head. She be, oh, oh, wait. She don't give you a break. She don't let you breathe. But when she ready to go, boom, she'll jump right out of your hand. You won't. Hoping that she didn't get her. It is the same thing with the scripture here. It says in verse 29, it said, My father, which gives them me, is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. But you could jump out of the father's hand. You want to go back to the world, you're going to jump out of the father's hand and do your thing. Nobody could take you from God. Nobody could pull you from your father. Nobody. You have to want to do this yourself. You have to be the one that want to jump out of Father's hand. You could be kept. The Bible said, I will keep that which you could unto, commit unto me against that day. And he said, I, I, oh my God, that will be in perfect peace. Who trusted me, who keeps his mind stayed on me because he trusted me. Let me read it. It's in the book of Isaiah. I think it's chapter 26. 10, 26 or either. Let's move on. You can't let nobody fool you. Nobody can pluck you out of God's hand. Let's go to John 15 and 26. We just about finished. John 15, 26. Now listen to this. This is for you guys. But when the comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the spirit of truth which proceeded from the Father, he shall testify me. Let me read it again. When the comforter is come, whom I will send from the Father, even the spirit of truth was received from the Father shall testify of me. Anybody seen they filled with the Holy Ghost, the comforter? And run around saying Jesus isn't the Christ, is a liar. They got the spirit of error, not the spirit of truth. The spirit of truth will seek out truth. The spirit of truth will lead you and guide you in the right path that you should go. The spirit of truth will lead you and guide you in the path that God wants you to go. 
Amen. We need a Pentecost experience when God comes into our lives with the, through the power of the Holy Ghost Amen. and direct us. I mean, we need a refreshing in God. We need to really get closer to Father and really, really get closer to Father. I mean, build a relationship with Father and then we can do we can, we can know what he's about. Not just call him Father. The scriptures say we can call him Abba Father. We need to get to know the man. As our friend, as our father, you know? You, need, you really need to get to know the Lord as Father. You need to get to know him as the one that's always going to be there for you. I'm serious. I remember years ago, a relative of mine now would depend on me to pick them up, take them home when they went to see the sister that they were talking to. One night I fell asleep, couldn't pick him up, and he was upset with me, sort of said. But I realized I can't be everywhere. I'm not the Father is capable of doing that. Amen. He's capable of making ways out of no way. I love Father for that. My brother, I have a brother, one of my brothers. For oh, years, I used to, years and years and years ago, he used to pickle me. My brother always talked about God and Father. He was always, oh, father this and father that and father other. I'm like, what is he talking about? He <laughs> get on my nerves. He don't know, got on my nerves. I never told him. But he would always talk about and father God this and father God that and, and father that kind of father and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what is he talking about? I get into that Bible for myself and I found out he's talking about Almighty God. Because we address God as Father, not as God. That's what's real. That's what about you don't run calling God. And he said, That's not my name to you. I'm Father. Isn't that something? People run around calling God to God. Father, he's supposed to be Father to us. We're supposed to be his sons and daughters. <laughs> We're supposed to be calling him who he is, Father. But we already call him God. Oh, God, help me. No, Father, help me. Father. You got to learn and get that word going. Father, Father, Father. Listen. A simple message about Father. Jumping up and down and you're running around. It's just a simple thought of who Father is to you. And what Father truly can do in your life. Many people walk each day and don't know Father. They only know them as God, so they don't know nothing else about him. And that's not his plan for our lives. It's for us to get to know him as a Father. Get to know Jesus as a big brother on the planet. Go beyond knowing him as Savior. Get to know him as who he really is. That's why Paul said, I might know him in a fellowship of his uh, uh, suffering and the uh, power of his resurrection. You, you get to know who he is. You, you got to get to know who Father is, get to know who the Lord Jesus Christ is, and beyond going to the altar and saying, oh, Lord, save me. You need to get to know them personally. That's why salvation is a personal walk. It's a personal relationship. It's not a one-time thing. Not a one-time. It's not a one-time moment. It's a lifelong experience with God. It's a lifelong intimate relationship with God. Being God is your father, and you're his son, you're his daughter, and you can call him when you're in trouble. He says, call me in the days of the uh, in trouble, and I will deliver you. That's what he said. He said he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. It's not a feeling. They sent his word and he healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Bow your head to those of you that don't know the Lord as your personal Savior. And repeat after me. Let's pray. Let's get saved today. Let's get right with Father today. Bow your head. Repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to come into my heart to be my Lord in personal state. 
Father, I ask you to help me to learn, to get to know you as a father and treat me as your child. I ask that the Lord save me right in Jesus' name. Amen. That's it, beloved. If you believe God and you believe that simple prayer, Christ come into your life and you could get to know Father as your personal father for yourself. No, no, no theory. Now listen, you can visit us at the Tabernacle, org. You can leave a prayer request, testimony. You can become also become a partner and uh, help us monthly with our TV broadcast and our podcast each week. Um, you would visit or uh, become a partner page for that. Now, also, you can directly send a love offering to the Cash App if you have it. You use it. Um, oh, it has to be our well. That's what you can do. It's not going to be going straight to the church. Uh, has to be our well. Listen, I will see you on next on Wednesday night for Bible study. And to then, get to know Father for yourself and walk with him in peace. God bless you.